Welcome back to Consumering. I'm your host, Rachel Martin. Consumering is a podcast for investors and brand builders looking to gain a deeper understanding of their consumers, the people who invest in them. Every week, I interview a different type of consumer to talk about all sorts of topics ranging from their shopping habits to social media habits and much, much more. No topic is off limits. Let's get started. Quiet in the back room, please. On today's episode, I speak with Lexi, an almost 30-year-old, about her feelings on getting older, looking back on her 20s, and more. And in full disclosure, Lexi is my younger sister, so I think I'm having a harder time with her turning 30 than she is. But let's meet Lexi and see how she's approaching the next decade. Please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe if you like what you hear. So today we're going to be talking about aging, so getting older, growing up. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone has sort of a different perspective on it. Um, some people fully embrace it and believe they're, they get better with age and others totally fear it. Uh, 30, what do you think? Um, it kind of uh, snuck up on me, I think. Um, I wouldn't say I'm scared of it. Um, or scared of getting older, but I, I, I'm also, I also don't think I'm where I had expected to be at 30. Um, but I also think that's okay. Like if you had asked me 10 years ago where I would be at 30, I, you know, had a different, I had something different in mind probably 10 years ago. Um, but now I've kind of had the time to figure out uh, what I want in my life. And, um, and I don't think that anybody really knows that when they're 20. <laughs> I don't think anybody really knows who they are. Um, so yeah, what, did you, what did you expect when you were 20? Um, when I was 20, honestly, I probably imagined I would have a husband um, and I probably thought I would be running restaurants still managing restaurants Um, maybe I thought I would be going into opening my own soon Uh, when you were 20 you were you're still at college yeah I would have been a senior in college yeah um yeah and I guess I guess some people, um, so maybe it wasn't like when you were, or maybe it was, you would, you were, when you were 20, you were thinking about like where you would be when you were 30. I think for me, it was like when I got out of college, that's when I started to think about like where I would be five years from now, 10 years from now and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So I guess like where, yeah. So going back to where you thought you would be and how you sort of like come to terms with, or maybe not come to terms with not being where you thought you would be. Um, I guess you see, especially because of social media now, like I see all these people who are my age who are married and buying houses and having kids. And I'm just so not in that place, um, mostly financially, um, probably, you know, emotionally, I'm at a point where I would love to be married and 
um, you know, start a family and have that kind of adult life. But financially, I'm nowhere near that. Um, which like to me, like I see people my age, like people I went to high school with and college with who are buying houses and, and, you know, whatever else going on vacations and having kids. Um, and I just can't even figure out how they, how they did that, you know, um, at, you know, the age that we're at. Um, but it just, I feel like it just took me a little bit longer to get, to figure out what I wanted in my life and like sort of emotionally mature um, and figure out the kind of relationships I want to have in my life. Um, and so that financial stuff sort of wasn't on the forefront of my development. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess, how does that make you feel when you see everyone else? having having this sort of life that you expected to have but you're not I mean I mean it kind of sucks um it's kind of disappointing to me um and it's just like but you have to think about I I mean a lot of the time I try to really remember that like there's no point in having regrets about what's happened in your life before because you can't go back and change it anyway so might as well just move on um, so like for me, like a lot of my financial woes are because I spent so much money when I was in my early twenties because I didn't have to pay rent because I, you know, wasn't paying for car insurance or, you know, like I, I was basically just had disposable income and got my first credit cards when I was like 22 and didn't really consider that paying them off immediately was extremely important. Um, and I paid them off immediately for a little while. And then, um, and then, you know, I just kept getting kind of deeper and deeper into debt and just kept adding to it. And I mean, a lot of the things that I did because I got into debt, like all these experiences that I had, all these trips I went on, these music festivals I got to go to, um, people I met and just like experiences that I got to have, like, I don't regret any of that for the world, but now I'm sort of reaping the consequences um, and trying to get out of debt that I've been holding on to for six or eight years. Mm -hmm. um, and it, and it, and it's holding me back from, you know, getting to the place that I'm trying to get at, at in my thirties, like buying a house and um, being, financially independent. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't regret, you know, having those experiences. I regret not being more responsible about paying them back. Uh, I mean, also my, when I moved to New York in, when I was 25 to try to restart my life or whatever I was thinking I was doing, that was when I really took my, I was out of a job for three months and New York is so expensive that I really like everything that I had saved just went out the window. Yeah. Uh, so just sort of the combination of not exactly knowing what I wanted and trying to experience, you know, a lot of fun things has put me in the position that I'm in now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I see, you know, I see a lot of people 
um, you know, being financially stable and financially independent and having homes and children and being married. And, and like, I do want that. And I know that it's possible for me. Um, I'm just, I feel like I'm a little stunted. Mm-hmm. Great. And do you, okay, great. Um, so I want to go back to just sort of like how you had mentioned something like 30 just kind of like snuck up on you. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like most of my friends are my age. So it's not like I was surprised because everyone else is turning 30, but I guess like, like, I don't feel like I'm 30. Like I just, to like, you know, I've seen all my siblings grow, go to get to 30 and go past that. And, <laughs> um, and, so, and so like, I don't know. I just felt like everyone, you know, everybody that I've seen get to 30 was not everybody, but a lot of the people that I've seen get to 30 are sort of in a different place in their life. So it just, I just don't feel like I'm 30, but then I have, you know, my best friend Ashton who just turned 30 last year and she's sort of in the same place that I am trying to dig out of debt because of what we both did in our, what we did together in our early twenties. Um, yeah. It's so funny just to touch upon that, like 30 when you're, I remember having this conversation multiple times when with my high school friends in high school and just being like, but yeah, I just remember thinking like, oh my God, 30 is so old. I can't even imagine like what 30 is going to be like, like by 30, we, we will have, you know, we will have achieved success. Like we will have a house, we will have a family, blah, 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 blah. And we are, we're all at different stages now. Some of us with kids, um, I mean, now we're like 37, 38, but um, you know, some of us were married, some of us had not even had a relationship yet. So I think it is sort of important to understand just like these differences. Um, also like sort of the examples we had growing up, like our siblings got married young and started having families young and our parents got married really young and started having a family really young and, um, and, you know, like had to be, I mean, mom and dad had to really kind of be independent at a young age, um, and so I think that sort of the expectations that we had for ourselves were outdated in a way, um, just because, you know, getting married at 24 or 25 isn't really normal anymore, or getting married before that, it's not really that normal anymore. And so, yeah, when I was, you know, getting out of college like that's what I was sort of expecting I was like oh I'm gonna meet the man of my dreams and I'm gonna get married when I'm 24 and then I'll have kids before I'm 30 um and uh and it kind of felt like a lot of pressure at one point um but it didn't turn out that way so I just had to get over it you know um but um but once you get over it like I think that and the pressure is off I think that you kind of open yourself up to really finding and just, and, and waiting for what is 
what it is that you really want and what it is that you're really going after. And, and honestly, like, I don't, I, I wouldn't say I know exactly what I'm going after at this point in my life. I don't. I have started to try to figure out, you know, what my goals are and what my desires are in life, but I still, you know, I don't have them. They're certainly not ironclad. Mm-hmm. What are your goals? Um, I mean, I have some personal goals, but um, really, like, I just, like, my most immediate goals are becoming financially stable and financially independent. Um, I, I want to be more responsible with my money. Um, and I want to learn more more, more about money and how to handle it properly and what I should be doing with it when I have it. Um, and, um, and, and I think my, you know, my biggest desire right now is really figuring out what I want to do with my career. Cause I'm kind of in limbo right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I mean, if you remember, so I like started out in magazines and then I think it was like 28. I was like, Oh fuck, what do I want to do? And then I like, tried the whole med school school path which you're familiar with and and I uh, yeah and I think it was like 20 29 30 when I actually like figured out what I want to do yeah Um, I I I think that I've narrowed it down to like I need I want to do something I need to do something where I'm helping other people um which like sort of I've been doing, you know, in a, you can sort of see it in a way in the service industry, just sort of being social with people who need interaction. Um, and, and also, you know, I work with a lot of young people and sort of guiding them and helping them become responsible job having human beings. Um, but uh, I like that's, that's what I know right now. What I know right now is I want to do something that's going to help other people be better people. Um, and so now it's like, what, at what capacity? Is it with their health? Is it with their dreams and their goals? Is it with, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's where I'm at right now. That's exciting. It's very I, exciting. Maybe. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I guess, you know, when I, when I turned 30, I'm acting like it was just yesterday. So let's, let's pretend, let's pretend I (laughs) and, but it was like this big, scary thing. And, but also I think very exciting because, um, I felt like I was officially a grown up. Um, what are your, what are your thoughts on that? Like, are you a grown up at 30? Um, and there's, I mean, I think, I think it's, uh, I think adulthood is in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> um, I, you know, I, I don't think that you can just pinpoint an age at which you become an adult. Um, you know, some people obviously have different circumstances where they have to become an adult 
much younger in their life. Um, I, but I also don't think that there's some stage in between childhood and adulthood that needs to be defined <laughs> because I don't like there's, you know, I feel like I'm an adult in that I'm not a child. If that makes sense. Um, but, but I don't know. I don't feel old. <laughs> I don't feel washed up. <laughs> yeah. oh, I, I freaked out yesterday because um, I got an email to participate in a survey on like osteoarthritis. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? And I, I, I getting AARP emails already. Yeah. And I like, I texted my husband and I was just like, oh my God, my life is over. <laughs> totally ignored me. Could you get paid for it though? Cause I'll do it. <laughs> well, I didn't, I just deleted the email because I was so angry. <laughs> um, so so I guess, yeah, so you don't feel like a child, mm -hmm. um, or you don't feel old. Mm -hmm. um, in, what, in what ways do you feel like a grown-up? Um, I've got wrinkles. I don't know when this happened. Trust me. <laughs> Around my eyes. I don't know when this happened. It was very shocking to me. I guess, like... I don't have a lot of close-up pictures of my face until like the past month of my life where I've been doing this social media marketing. And so I've seen all these pictures of like all these selfies of me and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> like I'm starting to look my age. Cause I always kind of had a baby face and people always thought I was younger than I, than I am. I don't know, maybe I still look younger than 30, but now I'm like, feel like I'm starting to, I, I feel like I'm starting to look my age. Mm -hmm. uh, and, um, and I mean, like, definitely, like, I can't party like I used to, that's for sure. Um, and, uh, which is a, which is great. <laughs> and um, I know, I, like, I, I remember when that happened for me, and I was, like, almost really excited. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's exhausting. <laughs> and but like waking up the next morning and not feeling like shit is amazing. It's amazing. It's fantastic. Like, and and having one glass of wine and feeling like a little bit tipsy is wonderful. It's <laughs> yeah. excellent. So, I mean, I guess it's more like physically I'm feeling my age and not, you know, I've always, like, I mean, like my maturity level, I don't think has really changed any, but I've always kind of been a little bit more mature than my peers. Um, maybe what I've been told. Um, but yeah, I think like it snuck up on me because all of a sudden I could see getting older in my face. Mm-hmm. Well, just don't, don't express yourself. Um, <laughs> yeah, no smile, no furrowed brows, no, no. smiling. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yes, it's very important. Yeah. 
great. And and drink your collagen. Drink your collagen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm still on the I mean, I'm still doing it, but uh, Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And how do you think you're going to look back on the last 10 years? How do you uh, think you look at your 20s? So, um I really, tr I really, I said this before, but I, I really try not to have any regrets about the things that I've done in my life. Um, and because I think everything is sort of a learning experience and everybody goes through their own process of that. Um, but I think that like I had a lot of fun. Um, I, uh, I mean, I partied a lot, but like I had a lot of fun. Like I got to do cool things. I got to meet cool people. Um, I learned a lot about myself. I, you know, did a lot of things that were outside of my comfort zone. Like I moved to New York without anything. Like I just, you know, um, so, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for all the experiences that I had in my twenties and what I've, what I've learned from them. And, um, and you know, I'm a, I believe that like everything happens for a reason kind of thing. So like if I hadn't had those experiences in my twenties, then I wouldn't be here in San Antonio living with my girlfriend at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how do you think your 30s will be different from your 20s? Um, I think I'm in my 30s, I'll be making more conscious decisions instead of sort of just going with the flow. Um, I'll be doing more things for myself in that, like, in my 20s, like, going with the flow, like, I was kind of just going along with what everybody else was wanting to do. Um, now I sort of have a stronger opinion about what I am going to do with my time. Um, and I'm really sort of starting this journey of self-development where I'm trying to set goals and achieve goals and, you know, make positive changes in my life consciously. Um, and I'm, you know, and I'm trying to read more and um, exercise more and eat better. Just sort of make po small positive changes. But I, I think it's really coming down to just being more conscious about the choices that I'm making. And that'll come too with like my finances. Once, you know, trying to become financially independent, I'll be making smarter choices, more conscious decisions about what I'm doing with my money instead of just being sort of flippant about it um, because it was disposable. It's not really disposable anymore. Like now I want to have money to buy a house and have a family um, and, you know, be a contributor in my household. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. So let's talk a little bit about products okay um how have you because obviously this podcast is for you know people who 
are responsible for brands and um, want to understand how to communicate to people about growing up, about aging. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so what are what are some of those brands that you or how how have your like products changed? you know, in the last, like thinking about the products that you used in your early twenties versus like the products that you're using now. Um, so the products that I used in my early twenties were things I could pick up at CVS and, um, you know, I, I wasn't that, I didn't read the labels. I didn't care what was in it. It was like, Oh, Avino, I've seen, you know, Jennifer Aniston on an Avino commercial. It's sure it says moisturizer. It says daily moisturizer. I'll use that. Oh, this one has SPF. I'll take that one. Um, and and maybe like a little bit of influence from, you know, a dermatologist I've seen once or twice before. Um, now, I you know so that was it was like you know what's the most convenient thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and what, you know, cause I didn't really like, I was like, okay, my face needs to be cleaned and moisturized. Like that was, that was it. And, um, and like most of my makeup also was coming from the, coming from CVS, maybe like a, a time or two, I was getting like one or two products from Sephora or something. Um, now I'm still not that. I'm, I'm definitely not like product obsessed. Um, it's, it will come, It'll come. <laughs> but I'm, you know, I am asking more questions about what's in my, uh, you know, I'm asking more questions about what I should be using. I'm, you know, I, you know, I, now I have a different moisturizer for the daytime and for the nighttime, mm-hmm. which is like a new thing for me. I was just kind of always using the same moisturizer. Um, I'm being more diligent about washing my face, even if I haven't put on makeup. Um, and cause I really, I hate washing my face after I've worn makeup. It's such a pain. It takes forever. <laughs> get the makeup off. Like then once you get it off your eyes and it's like on your forehead, <laughs> like it's just such a deal. Um, and then like remembering to exfoliate every once in a while um and moisturize my elbows like it's just like so yeah like now like before it was just like I'm supposed to be doing this so I'm gonna do it but now I'm like okay what's gonna help me um what's because like I you know I'm noticing things with my skin like where it's dry and how it feels in the morning how it feels after I've washed it um and now I'm starting to see wrinkles and what I'm going to do about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but I'm, but again, like it's, it's sort of a, the same trend of like, of everything else we've already talked about. Like I'm just being more conscious about what I'm, what I'm choosing now and spending a little bit more money on it. Um, maybe, it, maybe that's counterintuitive, but I'm spending a little bit more money on it. Oh, sorry. And, um, you know, asking people what they use and asking, I mean, I'm definitely like, I'm not really doing my own research. I'm not there yet, but I'm asking, you know, my friends and family what they use and what they like. Mm -hmm. 
Interesting. Yeah. Um, what are, would you say that you've developed a routine or is that still like, are you in the process? Um, I have a routine, but it's if I'm following it. So like I have a desired routine. Um, and I am trying to, to be, I'm, I'm trying to be a little bit, I don't know, stricter is not the word. I'm trying to be more consistent, but I'm trying to be more consistent in most things in my life right now. Um, consistency is king is what I've been saying. Well, I'm my part of my mantra. Yeah. Consistency is king. Um, so and that, but that kind of goes for all aspects of my life, not just my skincare routine. Yeah. What would, what would you say are some of your like hero products or like products that you can't live without? And it doesn't, it doesn't actually need to be like skincare, but just okay. Like, um, Okay. Um, honestly, can't live without um, extra strength tea gel. I got that itchy scalp. <laughs> I have to. I think it's because I'm allergic to all these animals and so my scalp is so itchy. But the extra strength tea gel is wonderful product. Um, that's, that's a. It's a shampoo. Shampoo. Okay. Um, and I've been using it for a long time. I also have been using this um, bedhead conditioner for a long time that smells so good. Um, but actually I had a moment in the shower just yesterday that I was like, do I need to be spending this much money on my conditioner? Is it really making a difference? Is it really any better than the other conditioner that we get from Costco? I don't know. Um, yeah, so just something on that, like I just finished up a like, Actually, you helped me a little bit with this, but um, a hair care study. And a lot of people, you know, like their hero products are like the, you know, after the shower, deep conditioner. It's like the shampoo, um, the shampoo and rinse out conditioner. It's like, what is it really doing? Like, it's just, it's cleaning my hair. And as long as it's like sulfate free, paraben free, we'll feel okay about it, which I think most products are these yeah. days. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I think we're gonna be seeing interesting things happen in sort of like the cleansing or the shampoo conditioner. Um, I mean, I've just, yeah, go ahead. I've never had issues with my hair. Like I've never had like, my hair falling out or have it be super brittle or it like, it's not super thin. Like I don't, I don't have issue. You know, I don't feel like I need, like I'm at, I don't think I need those product. I mean, maybe I do. I don't know. I just haven't tried any of those products where I'm like, wow, this really makes a difference. Mm -hmm. This is really, this really improves the quality of my hair. Really right now it's like, does this smell good? <laughs> That's where I'm, that's how I'm choosing stuff. And like, I know you're not, you're supposed to use the sulfate free. Um, and like, I do try to use those products. I, I, you know, I do check that. Um, but I've, but you know, I've kind of just been using the same products for a really long time. I mean, the, 
the product, like the single product that I probably use the most is either my Laura Mercier uh, foundation um, or my Laura Mercier eyebrow pencil. And the product that gives me the most frustration in my life is mascara. Oh, God. I hate. <laughs> oh, it's so frustrating. I've like I've asked everybody and their mother what the best mascara is. My eyelashes are a nightmare. They have the, they're blonde and they're short and they are thin and they suck. And I've gone to every person in Sephora and every person in Blue Mercury and every person's like, this is the jam. And then they put it on me and I'm like, wow, that looks great. And then I take it home and I put it on and it's like, what happened? Is this the same product? <laughs> and it's so frustrating. I feel the exact same. I'm, yeah, we have the same eyelashes. So I've, I've actually, I think we were texting about this, but... Yeah, I started using a eyelash enhancer gel thing, and maybe I see it. I know I don't know. I'm doing it like twice a day. Yeah, um, I've actually been consistent, so <laughs> I think I'm seeing a difference. But um, but yeah, mascara. It's just like I can't get it to look. And then some people just put it on, and it's perfect. And they look like they're wearing eyelash extensions. Yeah. I put it on and it looks like there's a spider web coming out of my eyeball. Yeah. I, um, but I'm, I'm taking this biotin supplement and it's helping, and it, my eyelashes have gotten longer, but they just are, they just go out. They don't go up. They don't go up and they're still, and they're obviously still blonde. So like now I put on mascara and it's just like these antenna coming out of my face. And like, and, and I, like I use a curler, curlers also aren't even good. Like they just pull out your eyelashes half the time. And so I've like tried to use a curler, but that doesn't, they just flop back down. I just last night was researching, um, basically getting your eyelashes permed, which is a thing. I know. Isn't, yeah. It's not extensions. You can get, like, instead of getting extensions, because I, that sounds like you're just gonna have curly eyelashes. There's <laughs> like corkscrews coming. Because <laughs> um, I, because I, I mean, I love eyelash eyelash extensions. They're amazing. I enjoy. I loved having them, but they lasted a week because I have like such bad allergies. My eyes are so itchy, so I'm always touching my eyes. So the eyelash extensions did not were, are not a good they're not they don't work for me which is so unfortunate because they're so beautiful but they're also so expensive yeah the good ones um yeah and, and an eyelash perm which is not what it's called i forget what they actually call it no but uh, it's called an eyelash well well it might i mean maybe that's it's the that's it's the same process like that's the product that's the chemical or whatever they're using is the same thing that they use for a perm um um, but it's only like, it's like less than a hundred bucks. How long does it last? Um, the reviews I was reading was like three weeks to a month. It's not bad. So yeah. we'll see. Um, 
what would you say like thinking thinking about the brands out there and like different messages like what what kind of messages sort of appeal to you um hmm i so so just to give you do you understand what i mean yeah 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 so um i think i'm still i think the most important thing to me is like really like what's going to be the most nourishing i'm not really um i haven't gotten into like what's going to make you look 10 years younger well you know like that isn't really appealing to me um because i don't really believe any of that crap um but also i don't really want to look 10 years younger. <laughs> um but um what's wrong with <laughs> Um, I mean, I was cute when I was 20, but, um, if you, if you could make my waist look 10 years younger, that would be fine. Um, but so, so I guess I'm just, you know, what's going to be the best product at the most reasonable price? Um, like what's going to have the most, um, what's going to be like jam packed with the most nutrients and, stuff that you're supposed to put on your skin for the least amount of money. Um, and what's convenient. Like I just, like convenience is really important. I mean, I was getting a lot of my products at Blue Mercury just because I lived near Blue Mercury. Now I don't live near Blue Mercury. So like, I mean, I'm like kind of close to a Sephora, but like I'm much closer to a CVS. So it's like, <laughs> Uh, what's the most convenient um i mean right now like i have plenty of products that i bought at like i think the last thing i bought was a moisturizer from sephora um yeah so that, how how far are you willing to go yeah yeah what it's like who who is that this is stella this is the german shepherd she's always protecting us Now my phone is ringing. It's just, okay. okay. Um, so, so what was I saying? Yeah, it's like, it's like the, it's like a trade-off, like convenience for quality, which, you know, you know, that's, and then price is in there too. It's like finding the perfect. Yeah. How do you, how do you negotiate it? Like, is there, is there sort of like a hierarchy? Conveniency is number one, and then price, and then quality. Interesting. Yeah. Because I think that like, you know, there's quality products at mo in most price ranges. Mm -hmm. um, so you just gotta find out what, figure out what, how much you wanna spend. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I think that is everything, but what are you doing for your birthday? Do you know? So um, we went to Austin two weekends ago, and that was for my birthday because we went to this big music festival. Um, and that was awesome um, because, but because um, next week, um, Allie actually has to take an exam. And so she, she has to take this 
five day course and then at the end is the exam while also working. So she's not gonna have a lot of time, but she just found out that she can take off Wednesday and Thursday um, from work. So she'll just have to go to the class. So we'll go out to dinner. Um, and apparently there's some presents for me. They of just, course. they arrived and she told me not to open them. So now I have to. And just now they're just sitting here in the box <laughs> and I can't open them. Um, well, Austin is awesome. Yes, I loved Austin. And hopefully there's, my company is having, um, they're having like a training retreat in Austin uh, in July and it's, and it's, it's sold out. I can't go to the actual training retreat, but a bunch of the girls that I work with are going to be in Austin. Um, so I'm going to go and hang out with them for at least a day, which will be cool. Do you, how far a drive is it? Uh, it's like an hour. Oh, if, you know, if you're not hitting rush hour on either end, it's only, it's like an hour. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, okay. Well, thank you so much. You are welcome. Appreciate it. No problem. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in today. If you're looking to connect with your customer or even figure out who your customer is, email me, rachel at remcalinsights.com. If you like what you hear, please, please, please rate, review, subscribe, and share. See you next time on Consumering.